0: Welcome to the Sustainable Investor Podcast, where we will discuss topics of interest within the realm of personal finance and sustainability. I'm your host, Frank Beiskov, and I'm excited to share a variety of ideas across the intersection of personal values and personal finance. The show is intended to be educational and inspiring in nature, and should not be construed as personalized investment, legal or tax advice. Advisory services are offered through 44 Financial, a member of Advisory Services Network, LLC. Now, let's get started and dive into today's episode. Today, let's talk about what sustainable investing is. It can mean different things to different people and comes by many names. And in this episode, we'll take a quick look at different ways to approach it. So first, why so many different names? When it comes to sustainable investing, there's ESG, socially responsible, sustainable, impact, responsible, values-based and others. And believe it or not, they all have merit or historical background. And it kind of depends on what you're trying to accomplish with it. For me, I decided to go with the term sustainable investing. Partly because I like the sound of it, but most importantly because it fits my approach. To invest in a manner that is sustainable both from a financial perspective as well as from the impact or exposure of the associated portfolio. Historically sustainable investing was based around limiting sin stocks like tobacco, alcohol, gambling, weapons and the like and it was first set in motion by the Rockefeller family back in the 1970s as a way to reflect the values of the family. In recent years it has evolved to be much more nuanced, especially as data is becoming more widely available. The foundation can be exclusionary approach where you have certain things you want to avoid, similar to what the Rockefellers did, and avoiding the stuff you don't want to be associated with. The goal is to find companies that act or behave in a manner that is aligned with your values, or at least do not work against them. You can then add a layer that is an inclusionary on top, and focus on investments that represent what you really want to promote in your portfolio, or certain characteristics you're feeling strongly about. It can be thematic in nature, maybe focused on renewable energy, gender equality, or climate change, or it can be more general in its uh, approach. Again, it can be a very personal decision. Investments can have both financial and a non-financial return. Traditional investing focuses solely on the financial aspect, while impact investing is more about the non-financial characteristics, such as providing low-income housing or supporting a local economy, but having less focus on making money. Sustainable investing, in my opinion, aims to bridge the two, where there is a balance between the two returns. In. It can be structured to potentially yield a financial return similar to that of the broader market, while still having a profile you feel is right for you. Of course, any time you invest in a different way than the regular market, you should expect that your return can be different. When you look at the available investment options, you're starting to see many investments that have the letters ESG in the name, and this has become a common sight in the investment world. The E, for environment, is usually the one that is the easiest to grasp uh, As it is related to carbon emissions, energy efficiency, resource use and similar The S, for social, covers things like gender and diversity policies Both in the workforce and the boardroom Human rights, labor standards and customer satisfaction Finally, the G is for governance, and looks at board independence, fair executive compensation, bribery and corruption policies, and data security. Truth be told, I don't believe there is a so-called perfect company out there. Most have room for improvement in one area or another, but some are working more diligently on addressing their issues than others. Wall Street has done a great job adopting the ESG framework although in a way that I find leaves room to do better. Their focus tends to be on finding companies that make the most money while scoring well in the various categories they have determined are appropriate for a given company. Not necessarily one that makes a positive impact in the category. It could, at least theoretically, be that a company makes a lot of money on technology to help those affected by climate change while operating in a manner that makes the issue worse. I think there are plenty of options to choose from where you take the ESG framework as a great starting point and then overlay a criteria to focus on those companies that are looking to alleviate or reduce the issue while potentially making money in the process. With thousands of investment options out there, I do believe it's possible to build a well-diversified portfolio in this fashion. One of the things that often come up when you talk sustainable investing is, well, I need to and I want to make money. Can I do that and do it sustainably? Yes. This, as with anything investment related, there's always a risk involved, even potential loss of your principal. But I do think adding the screens and investing in solid companies you feel good about, you should still have the potential to make money. You may or may not have the same outcome uh, as you would if you were investing in the traditional broader market. But I do think that over time performance should not be a hindrance to add a sustainable angle to your portfolio. For example, the longest running index around sustainability has been around since 1994. An index is a hypothetical portfolio representing a segment of the financial market, and while you can't invest directly in an index, it is a good measure to use to track the performance of a group of assets against in a standardized way. Since 1994, that socially responsible index has performed pretty much in line with the broader market, some years better, some years worse. As you would expect when you own something different than the broader market, performance will deviate, for better or for worse. But over time, there is a convergence of the returns, which from my point of view is really quite comforting. You do not necessarily need to give up a financial return in order to feel good about the companies you are investing in. But over time, there is a convergence of the returns, which is really from my point of view quite comforting. You do not necessarily give up a financial return in order to feel good about the companies you are investing in. Now, another myth is that it's expensive to invest in sustainable options. That used to be the case, so it's a myth with a historical relevance. It's not so much the case anymore. The financial industry has evolved tremendously over the past 5-10 years, where cost is much less of a component in portfolio construction uh, than it used to be. Now you can find many options that have a sustainable component that are comparable to the broader options from a cost perspective. So that should not be a major hindrance anymore. Of course, you do have to pay attention to cost, because there are some that are very expensive, just as there are if you're looking at more generic options. In general, when constructing a portfolio, cost should be a consideration, not necessarily the primary, But it should definitely be considered as you're looking uh, at your portfolio. When you're going through this exercise of investing in a manner that is aligned with your values, keep in mind that perfect may not be attainable. But getting started is better than not doing anything. And even looking for a partial improvement can make a difference, especially if you keep making these little changes over time. So don't let the goal of perfect keep you from getting started. In the show notes, I have a link to a short quest to find your impact persona, to give you an idea as to what values are more important for you to focus on from a sustainability point of view and some different screening options. I think that's a great place to start. If you would like some additional insights, feel free to reach out for a conversation. It's a topic I love and I can walk you through what options you may have available. You can also go to my website 44financial.com for more information. Thank you so much for listening to the Sustainable Investor Podcast. If you'd like more information or have questions or comments, my contact information is in the show notes. If you like the show, please subscribe and share it with two other people that may be interested in the topic as well. Until next time, go make a difference in your world. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized tax, investment, legal, or other professional advice. Before taking any actions, you should always seek the assistance of a qualified professional. The information contained in this podcast is derived from sources deemed to be reliable, but cannot be guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenter and do not reflect the views or opinions held by Advisory Services Network, LLC.